This is Jimmy Scroggins. I'm the lead pastor at Family Church in West Palm Beach, Florida. Are you tired of going to conferences, reading books, and listening to speakers who tell you how to do church when you know that you cannot do what they are recommending? You've come to the right place on our podcast. We're going to give you principles, strategies, and ideas that you can implement right now with the resources you have at your church because this is church for the rest of us. Welcome to Church for the Rest of Us. Jimmy Scroggins here with our engineer, Carly Steelman, our co-host, Leslie Bennett. Good morning. And today, hey, Leslie, <laughs> gathering today with us is George Esternell, who is our pastor to kids and families at our downtown campus at Family Church, but he also oversees all of the children's ministries at all 13 campuses of Family Church. And we are broadcasting to you from the skyscraper, from the tower, <laughs> of family, the Family Church Tower. Which is actually the third floor of an office building. It's a, in a corner of my office in West Palm Beach, Florida. George, welcome to Church for the Rest of Us. Thank you, Pastor Jimmy. It is good to be here with you guys today. Always glad to have you. Now, Leslie, we've had to pivot a lot. So our ministries that are face-to-face, we are face-to-face ministries. We are small and medium-sized, a network of small and medium-sized churches. We use a lot of part-time staff and volunteers in our kids' ministry And our kids ministry team has had to work really hard. They have. So we've talked about this a good bit, how we had to pivot really pretty quickly. So George, you remember that Monday we all got together and we talked about we've got to change the way we're doing things. We're not going to be able to meet in person anymore. We're going to be meeting virtually and online. And so what are we going to do? And we said, George... What are you going to do? Well, it was a great morning. I'll be honest with you. That kind of stuff gets me fired up and excited about trying new things and doing new things. And so we were able to get that task force together and decided that we would try to do everything that we've been trying to do to keep some type of normalcy for the kids. If we could do something that the kids could see at home that reminds them of church, that's something that's normal. We thought that that would be important. And so our kids worship experience, the treehouse was something that we wanted to be able to do because it lines up with who we are at Family Church and building families and teaching the same messages. And so that was a big deal. And so that day was a pretty crazy day. Monday morning, we're getting those ideas together. By that afternoon, we're disassembling a treehouse that we have in our kids' building, bringing it down to our fellowship hall and setting that up in order to begin to film and try to put on that kids worship experience for them and for their families. And so it was a bit of a crazy day, but it was a lot of fun. That stuff gets me pretty excited. Yeah. Well, you guys did a great job changing quickly and pivoting. And, you know, we normally don't film any of our kids worship Mm -hmm. stuff unless you do it just, you know, with a smaller camera just for your own internal purposes. But this was a whole different step for us. And I think it's been really good. And one of the things that we do philosophically is we tie the content of our kids worship to the content of our adult worship. And we've continued to do that. We have. And it's one of the things, Pastor Jimmy, and I I don't say this just because we're sitting here and we're all together, (laughs) but I really do mean it. I love that you support and you believe in what we're doing and that it's something that's for the whole family, that we're trying to build the family and the way that we're even doing it, tying it to our Sunday morning service and tying that in and having a live handoff. I mean, that just brings a lot of value. And so 
that helps our families and them to know that, man, you are all for them. Yeah, and that's our philosophy. It hasn't changed. So that was our philosophy before, and <laughs> now it's exactly our philosophy right. now. And so we're doing like the treehouse takeover. I think we've talked about this. So we're actually going live from our worship service to the kids' worship service all on one Sunday morning chunk, which I don't know a lot of churches if they're doing it that way. Yeah, so yeah. that's been a lot of fun to work with you guys on that. It has. It's been a lot of fun. And it's been a lot of fun for our team as a whole, just to be able to be a part of something fresh, something new. So it's really been a blessing to us. And it's been really a blessing to a lot of the families that we talk to. Well, George, let's talk a little bit about some of the things that you're doing. Because some of our listeners are listening. Oh, wow. You got a tree house. You got a filming. You know, you're moving your set. And so some of our listeners may be going, hey, I don't have any of that stuff. I'm a smaller operation. We have a one children's person or maybe one part-time children's person or, or maybe our children's ministry is run by volunteers. What are some things that we're doing during the corona apocalypse to minister to children and families, even though we can't be face-to-face right now? Well, several things. One, we're connecting with families through just being able to make phone calls. Okay. So one of the things that we did right away was give our classroom roles to our teachers. Okay. And we asked those teachers to make phone calls to so their students. So these are volunteers. These are volunteers given their class role for their class. And so depending on the size of your church, you may have 10 kids, you may have 20 kids, you may have 30 kids. But that teacher could make at least several calls a day and reach out to these families. And one of the things that I encourage them to do was was to ask for the child and try to put the child on the phone and talk to them as well. And so that's one thing that we're doing. We're also trying to do something with our Awana. We have Awana on Wednesday nights and it's run by a volunteer who helps me lead that ministry. And one of the things that we talked about was that kids at home wanted to continue to say their memory verses and work on them. So we created a venue for them to be able to do that. And so on Wednesday nights, those kids have instructions to film themselves or call in on a FaceTime call to their leaders who said and approved that it would be okay for those children to call them. And so they send them a video or they say their memory verse, which is quick. I mean, a kid could say a verse in probably about 10 to 15 seconds and they're done. But it's just a great way for those kids to continue to do that. And then I've asked the leaders to be able to respond to the kids with a short little video themselves or a phone call just to encourage the kids in what they're doing. And so that's another way that we're doing it. And then some of the things that I've done, even I oversee a group on Wednesday nights, I've done drive-bys. So I contact that parent and I said, hey, listen, I'm going to be driving by your house. If you want to ask your kids if it's okay to come outside and I'm just going to pull up, I'm going to roll down my window and I'm just going to say (laughs) hello to them and encourage them. I've done that. I've also just taken my cell phone, filmed myself at home saying hello to the kids and I send them a video. Hey, it's Pastor George. I'm thinking about you, praying for you. So just simple ways to connect with them and still keep them in the loop and connected. That's one of the ways that we're doing that in regards to the kids. Another thing that we're doing that is scalable to a church of any size is our Heartland. And Heartland is a little worship experience that we have for preschool children and it's volunteers. So I've got Farmer Joey who puts on his overalls, he puts on <laughs> his big hat, stands in front of a camera, which could be a cell phone. Actually, we use a cell phone camera and a regular camera. And basically they go through their skit and they teach a lesson 
and it's very, very simple to do. That's another way that we are utilizing our resources to try to minister and connect. And if any of our listeners want to see some of the things we're doing, I mean, we have been putting them on our Family Church YouTube channel. So there is a section there for kids worship where we have our treehouse takeover and then the preschool where we're doing the heartland. I think it's relatively simple. Like Pastor George said, you can just dress up. You can get somebody who can be a character. We have several characters in our heartland. And then we do have puppets in our treehouse, right? So we've got a number of characters that the kids are familiar with. But that's something that you can create in different ways, right, George? Absolutely, Leslie. We do have live characters and we have puppets. And Heartland has the same. The great thing about this is if you're teaching a lesson, you literally can kind of illustrate it and teach it with a character. If it's not a puppet, if you don't have a puppet, you can get somebody to dress up or just be a character that comes by every day, kind of like the neighbor. The neighbor says, hey, how's it going? What are you doing today? Oh, man, I'm talking to the kids about how God loves us no matter what. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been kind of feeling, you know, that kind of lonely during this time. And man, well, I want you to know that God, I mean, just simple things that you can do to bring those truths to life and illustrate it with someone and just do it with a phone and set it up and send it out. You could easily do that. So George, we have several characters. So like Farmer Joey, yeah, that's our volunteer. Volunteer. And he just puts on like this. It's like a Cuban guy, right? <laughs> uh, no, Farmer Joey. Yeah, well, he, he does, he's not a Cuban guy, but you're George is a Cuban the, guy. I'm the Cuban guy. Uh, yeah, but, but he, he puts on his big hat. He does. He does put he on does. his big hat. His wife, Melissa, is a big part of that ministry as well. And she plays yeah. different characters. And man, he just gets up there and just does such a simple job and a it's great awesome. job mm-hmm. of interacting with the kids. It's really neat because you're trying to get response to the kids sitting at home. And so he'll kind of pull back and grab his ear and say, can I hear you kids? And repeat after me. And he pauses and lets them so that they can do that at home. It's really simple. It's just an easy way to connect with families. Any church of any size could do it because you're talking about a farmer outfit and an iPhone. That's exactly (laughs) right. What I love about social media platforms like YouTube, it doesn't cost money to post stuff on YouTube. It doesn't cost money to post stuff on your Facebook page of your church or your website. And so you can do this kind of thing. And one of the things, Leslie, that I like about because I have an 11-year-old little boy. He's a fourth grader, and he's into all this stuff. So he's watching Treehouse every week, looking forward to it. He's reciting his verses to his Mm -hmm. Awana leader, and he wants us to do a video of him so he can do his verse. (laughs) And so all this stuff really is working. And as a dad, I'm not in there going, come on, Caleb, do your verse. You know, he wants to do it. And I think we have that experience with a lot of kids in our church. But Leslie, one of the things that I really appreciate about what George and his team do is they have all of these volunteers really connected with the kids. I know. It's incredible. I mean, the fact that we're so able so quickly to mobilize all of your volunteers because they were already in place. But the fact that you reached out to them and you're pulling them in to continue doing ministry, the work of the ministry, that's, that's who we're called to be, right? The people yes. that equip others to do the work of the ministry. So I love that you so quickly were able to do that and you stay in good contact. And you've also put together some resources for our parents. You want to talk about the resources that you're providing for both our kids and our preschoolers now, right? Yes. And some of this, just so our listeners know, it's taking place over time. So it's not like week one, we were able to just quickly do all of this because some of it's in place, like our family time card is something that we do every week. But you've been able to add some additional resources to that. We're calling it a church at home toolkit, but it's pretty simple toolkit if you want to talk about how we've done that. Yes. And so what we're doing is... Is whatever that lesson is that week, we're putting out a coloring page that matches that story. We're finding a craft that they can do 
that ties to the story. We're having some daily devotionals that they can follow along and read as a family or just the child themselves. And then we also have our memory verse and we have some different things that we're just providing for them that are resources for these parents to have at home when their children are looking for something to do. And so just as Pastor Jimmy just shared a minute ago, even using our social media platform of a YouTube channel is something that once you've posted something on YouTube, it's available for that family to watch over and over. And you know how kids are. They love watching the same show or the same movie and they just watch it over and over. And so whatever you're doing to be a blessing and to teach those kids, and maybe it's just a fun way to teach them the memory verse, you post these things. This is available for these families all throughout the week. It's a resource. Their parents can say, hey, why don't I put on the YouTube channel with family churches stuff and you can just watch that over and over and the kids are entertained for a while and they're learning. And so our toolkit is really important in that process of what we call our core value of building families and giving them some resources at home that is very simple. We've seen it on our social media platforms. So I've seen pictures of people worshiping at home and there's their preschooler at their little table with their little coloring sheet and their little note sheet Mm -hmm. and, you know, just following along and engaging in worship with their family, but on a level where they can actually keep their interest. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, my favorite one, so we, I love the little note sheets that you have for kids, elementary age kids. Yes. And so my favorite one, a few weeks ago, I had shared <laughs> an example in our sermon that I had had the bird flu because like <laughs> I did have the bird flu, like right, right at the beginning of this COVID scare. And so one of the kids has like a question, like, what is something you learned from the sermon? And that was what they, they wrote down. Uh, I learned that Pastor Jimmy had the bird flu. Right. And, they, and, the, <laughs> and their dad picture. took a picture of it and yeah, texted it to me. And they posted on social media. Funny, they didn't draw a picture of a bird as well. There was actually got... a picture of the bird yes. on the thing. Yes. 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 And so they wrote that under the picture of the bird. So I just think it's awesome that you guys are creating these kinds of tools and encouraging us as parents to have these moments with our kids. And I think the toolkit from the family time card to the note page, to the coloring page, all of those things give us opportunities to put some things in front of kids to let them feel like they're participating. Because this, even for like my fourth grader, I mean, it's pretty hard for him to sit there and really pay attention watching on YouTube the whole worship service on Sunday morning. I mean, I want to take a video of it. Chris and I are looking down the table and Caleb's over there with his face in his hands and his head on the desk and he's looking up at the ceiling and he's rolling his eyes and he's trying to be good, but, uh, you know, poor guy. He's done that through some story times at home too. I've seen him. Oh, no doubt. Oh, he does. He's very like, oh. anyway, but I just love that we still have ways to try to keep him engaged and handles to put on all of that. And it works, even though he may look like he's rolling his eyes or looking at the ceiling or looking at the floor, which he often is. If you ask him later, he is learning. He's taking these experiences and these stories. And and most of all, George, he's taking in their relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when he sees Pastor George, you're his pastor. And he knows when Pastor George is talking, he really wants to hear what he's saying. And not just you, but all the volunteers that connect with our kids is just so great. So we're doing our Sunday morning kids worship experience. And then we've got weekly touch points happening, including, you know, teachers reaching out and the, our Wednesday night Awana. But we're also doing something fun on Fridays that your team is really helping with. So we have Friday family fun night. So you want to talk? Every time I, I've gone with triple F. Triple F. <laughs> family fun Friday or Friday family fun, whatever it is. It's a tongue twister every time. But we have, and we've had a lot of fun with that. It's really just a great way for our team to be a little silly and connect with some families and let the kids watch their kids pastors and ministers do some things that are fun and engaging. And so we've had a lot of fun with that. Our team's putting that together each and every Friday. And so 
I think people of all ages, yeah. not just families, they're enjoying it. Just like the Treehouse Takeover or right. any of these events that we're doing or these programs, you've got people of all ages engaged. They kind of enjoy laughing a little bit. Everything's always a little serious. And during this corona apocalypse, as Pastor Jimmy likes <laughs> to call it. And so... So what uh, characters do we have on Friday Family Fun Night? Because last week we had Professor... Doofenshmirtz or something like that. <laughs> some, some, listen, that's actually like the G-rated form, but yes. And those are some of our so own So you guys, guys just sit around and come up with these like goofy characters and deciding to put them out there. One, they had an exercise video that you did the that first week. That exercise video and... was hilarious to see Pastor Cliff in the background when it was finally laid out. But we have people on our team that are really creative and sometimes you've got to give them those opportunities to do some of these things. And this is just a great opportunity. It's making the most out of what's taking place in this crisis to, to have an opportunity to do something different. And so yeah. that's what they're doing. And I'd encourage our listeners. So again, anything that we have, you can have. Right. Any ideas that we can have, you can have. If it would help you, you can go on our YouTube page and show our material to anybody that you want. You don't have to call and ask permission. It's free. It's there. And I also want you to know that we're learning from other churches too. So yes. none of these ideas were just pulled out of the air. So we're learning from churches like Village church in Flower Mound, Texas. They did a really good job with the notes page. I'm almost out of the, I think they were already doing that before the Corona Apocalypse. Summit Church in Raleigh, Durham does a good job. North Point Ministries in Atlanta with Andy Stanley. They do a lot of creative things, interesting things with kids. And there's some other churches that we're learning from as well. But anything that we have, you can have. Any way that we can help you, you can email us, call us, shout us out in social media, and we'll do our best to respond because we want to help you Take the resources that you have and do the best you can at your church. So, George, if we had to, this is our little segment at the end that we like to call do's and don'ts. Give us some do's and don'ts for ministry to kids and families during the Corona apocalypse. Well, Pastor Jimmy, I guess we can keep it kind of simple. Do something. And whatever that is, I think from wherever you are, just find some of the things that you would normally be doing on a Sunday morning. Find a way to get that on video, obviously, because that's the means that we have. And then make sure that you're connecting with your families. Make sure that you're reaching out to them. Make sure that they get to hear from you. If there's a chance for them to see you through a Zoom call, we're trying to include some virtual groups that we're going to start with upper elementary age kids starting next week. We haven't been doing it, but we're going to start doing it. I think that will be of great encouragement. So we just created a PowerPoint that will have a little game and we can share that on the screen as you do a Zoom call and we can engage the kids. And so do something. It's very simple. Just the simple aspect of reaching out to somebody, talking to someone, letting them see you, you seeing them is helpful. Just make sure you're doing something. Don't mm -hmm. sit back and stand still and not do anything. Yeah. And I know as a dad, I watch and I have such appreciation for people that are trying to invest in my kids. So let's, I don't know if you've had this experience, but from time to time, people have tried to invest in my kids and my kids really haven't responded to it in the way that we would all hope. But it doesn't matter because as a dad, I see that there's some other good people trying to invest in my right. kids. You ever I've definitely that? had that experience. <laughs> <laughs> I can say I've definitely had that experience over the years. So yes, it just matters that we stick with it because kids, students, they don't always respond in the way that you think that they might, but that doesn't matter. We're only responsible to do something like George said, do reach something. out, try to make a connection and know that ultimately that is going to be a blessing to that family. It's going to be a blessing to the parents for sure. And really probably to the kid or the student who maybe can't appreciate it right now for whatever reason, but they're going to appreciate it later. They're going to remember that during this unprecedented time, 
their church loved them, their church cared for them, their church wanted to connect with them, and that's going to come back to them, right? It is. It is. And I'll tell you, you've got families at home who are with their kids spending more time than they ever have before. And kids get sometimes a little tired of hearing from mom and dad, and mom and dad wish that they had somebody that could be telling the kids the same thing that they're trying to do at home. And so to have another voice for you to play that part, to teach a Bible lesson or to share a verse or to do those things it would be of a great encouragement to those families. All right. Thanks so much, George, Leslie, Carly. Always a pleasure. This is Jimmy Scroggins signing off. We'll see you next time on Church for the Rest of Us. Thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. I'd love for you to follow me on Twitter at Jimmy Scroggins or check out FamilyChurchNetwork.com to chime in on our blog. We want your feedback on today's podcast. Plus, we want to know what you are doing because we want to learn from you, too. Hey, until next time, this is Jimmy Scroggins, and you've been listening to Church for the Rest of Us.